Hi, Mom Stomp listeners, Joe here. This is episode seven dropping Monday, February 14th, aka Valentine's Day. Guess what, guys? You are all our Valentines because you make our hearts flutter with your support, your listens, your emails. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We love. And we hope that you're getting the love today, too. We're talking chocolates. We're talking dinner. We're talking cards with sentences, baby. We're talking all those toes sucked. And then the cherry on the top, we're talking episode seven, Mom Stomp. Enjoy. Wow. 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 We're here. Episode seven, Annie. How are you doing? Uh, Oh, my God. God, I just feel like we, I feel like I just met you and here we are, episode seven. Where does the time go? Where does it go? It flies by. How are we doing? I mean, it's 2020. We're practically, I, you know what I thought about today? I swear to God, hand to God, I thought about Christmas today. In just in general or your last Christmas? I was like, Christmas is going to be here before you know it. <laughs> She's doing Christmas in February, folks. Christmas Mark, will be here any minute. Mark my words, my people. It's coming. It's You're crazy. Coming. Did, did you stress out last Christmas about gifts and I getting did, everything done? I mean, there's yeah. like, I can't, I mean, no comment. I, I just feel like I'm, I feel like I do the bare minimum and it ends up costing like an insane amount. To what like, is that? To just, I mean, literally, in in my mind, doing just being like sending packages to be like, literally, we love you. We're thinking about you, and just like a right. couple, like just some candy and like lip balm, and it's like a million. It adds damn up. You're so kind. Next year, post-it note. That's it. <laughs> That's what you're getting. The thought is there. <laughs> Next year. Next year. Yeah. I want to do it like glass. No, <laughs> I ju- I actually was thinking like I wonder if I like start like actually buying things for people now like two or three gifts. People listening, if you're like this, let me know if it works. Does it bring you peace of mind? I mean, I know there are people out there like that that do that. Like yeah, throughout the year. Yeah, they like they buy here and there, and then on November whatever, the Friday after November, they're like, down with my Christmas shopping. <laughs> like, you- oh, what a what a brag. That is nasty. If you're doing that, you're nasty. <laughs> if you're doing I'm that, I'm not afraid cold. to lose a viewer. <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing that, that hurts. That hurts us. It hurts so badly. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm really bad about last-minute shopping, but I will say, Go. for my husband... If he says anything that he likes, like throughout the year, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember that, and I'm gonna get him that for his birthday or Christmas. One year he talked about weighted gloves for basketball training. Okay. So these gloves, there's weights in them. He's like, I gotta hit the court with some weighted gloves, babe. Yeah. And I was like, got it. Weighted gloves. Got it for him for Christmas. Absolutely cracked him up. He was like, that was a joke. <laughs> Um, I'm going to try to wear these, but I got to tell you, I never will. <laughs> he never did. And when we moved, I threw them right in the trash and they were heavy. 
<laughs> they waited. That's like Peter was like, he'd be like, my legs are cold. Like in Chicago, when we lived in Chicago and he'd complain about that. And I was like, I got it. I got this. I got it. I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to hook you up for Christmas. You're going to, your mind's going to be blown. And I got him these like insane snow pants, but they were like, I'm saying like Sean White, the skier, would wear it. Like some Vermont kid. But and Peter, so not Peter's style at all, but like I thought cool. And he was, he was like to bed with you. Like I won't, um, he didn't even give me the grace that Joey gave you. He was just like, these will be going right back. And I was right sad. Back. God. I well, thought. it's such a, it is such a um, deep personal, you take it so personally when somebody hates a gift. Or yeah. can't use it the way can't that you thought it. they could. Yeah. You know, we don't, we, we famously, Peter and I don't buy each other gifts. Word. We stopped, we stopped doing it too. Did we, did I, do you know the story behind why we stopped? No. Did I tell you this story ever? Maybe. No. The second it sounds familiar, tell me to stop and then the listeners can only get half of the story. Love that. Okay. We go to this party of a friends of ours birthday party and our friend received dvds from his boyfriend and i remember sitting at that party smug joe scott smug only been married to peter for 10 years at this point and only only and so i'm like i think in my head peter would never give me a fucking dvd are you kidding Never, not no, never. Yeah, like yeah. he, he's so thoughtful. He's such. He's he would he'll give me letters on letters, and then the very next birthday, he gave me like thirty rock box set, and I was like scream crying, like why would you have it? <laughs> and I was like throw. I was like I've seen all of these episodes. <laughs> and he was like I thought you liked it, and I was like get out. <laughs> Were you in? You were in comedy at this time, right? Yeah, like I this cared was in about, Chicago. It was in Chicago. It was in our Addison apartment, and he, and I was like obviously so shamed, like almost immediately afterward, that I was like, no more gifts ever, just no more. I I can't ever have like a gift make me this sad. So birthdays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter. We're talking no gifts. Cards. Yeah, we give cards. each other cards. Now, what about yeah. the big anniversary that's coming up? Two zero. Can you believe? Only two zero. Only we had just been married twenty years at this point. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't think a thing. I think maybe we'll try to go on a trip or something, or <sighs> renew our vows. And my, come on, I gotta wear my dress for my girls. Oh my God! Recreate the moment from twenty years imagine? ago. We might, God, we I'm might dying. throw like a, yeah, we might. Okay. We've got to move on. I'm sorry. I, we were really getting sidetracked with this Christmas. See, Christmas will take over your fucking life. Oh, Christmas will do it to you. You're and done if, for if you're listening, it, it's done it to you too. Don't even try to front. We know it's happened to you too. <laughs> done. What That's is it? it? Should we talk about Christmas just briefly? Because it is a big part of kids. I mean, we just February's did, honey. Much? How much more Christmas do you want? I mean, I'm I was talking about Christmas all day. You know that. I'm, ta- I'm thinking about like letting kids know, you know, that Santa's not real. Stop it. Or like, you know, not doing Elf on the Shelf. I'm pre-booting, okay. guys. Don't do yeah, it to Yeah, we got to do a whole... Let's, we got to do Christmas. Yes. Okay, we're, we're, you know what? Let's wait till December. It'll be here before we know it. 
I mean, or we could do like Christmas Valentine's. I mean, um, Valentine's falls on a Monday, girl. I don't know. We we tend to record our podcast on Monday. We'll see if we record on Valentine's Day. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm ready. I mean, you can do what you want, but girl, I'll be sitting at this computer. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, sad, I sad. know you're listening. Ha ha. <laughs> okay. Should we okay. check the email? Should we check the this mom email? Okay. That song has been patented by this mom. While you're opening the email, I just wanted to bring up a Rihanna moment we had. Oh, God. How could we not? Okay, go. We have to. If you listened to our last episode, we we gushed about Rihanna's news. We told you people that she was going to come hard. We fucking told you. And what happened? She came. She came. She came. Basically, she came and she slid. What she came in, she made other people come in. Everyone's coming because she coming. came. That's right. That's right. Rihanna's, the paparazzi are getting her coming out of a limousine, probably going to, I don't know, getting whatever she does during her pregnant day. I can imagine. Spa. You know, she's, go describe her fittings. Doing some fittings for lingerie. It is a peekaboo halter with slits down the belly so you can see the glory that is she. And stirrup. Um, stretch pants that go over her boots with what I can describe as like a mask, like a Olympic tribute sort of like ski jump mask <laughs> over her head, all black, wet look, wet slick, maybe a leather jacket too. I'm not sure, but they get her. Oh, she's arrived. I'm looking she's at arrived. it right now. Literally, no one has ever done what she is doing. This is the only the only mother there will ever be. This is it. You said that last episode, and it is in it. I'm getting a tattoo of it. it, it look, Honey, I'm looking at her. Go, everybody just log into Kohl's right now. Get your fucking Kohl's <laughs> cash, because you cannot wear outfits anymore. It's only Re. She was the only one doing fashion. Rihanna makes me want to get pregnant again just so I can do it right the second time. Do you know what I'm saying? We all did it wrong. There was no way one of us did it right. What we're seeing now is how how we should all be pregnant. I just, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll always fall short. I'll always this fall short. Crazy. Anyway, we sent each other, like, you know, like good, good Rihanna Navy. We sent each other this photo like within minutes of each other because me and Joe are on the pulse of whatever she's doing. We were we are we are on baby watch and guess what? We're gonna be watching Rihanna until she gives birth, and that's gonna t- lead us right up until Christmas. Oh, and then you brought it back to Christmas. Thank you so much. And I cannot okay. wait. This baby, God. <sighs> I can't stop staring at this photo. She's so cool. You're sick. Put it... Okay, let's read okay, the email. I'm putting it away. Um, was that all we needed to say about Rihanna? Was there anything else? I mean, for Love now. Her. Okay. For now. Okay, great. We got an email from first name, last name, Cheryl Ellingson. Cheryl. 
This is Hexed in Pittsburgh. We're so excited. Okay. Long-time listener, first-time caller. She's not a mom, but she supports all moms. Very important. Thank you. Distinguish. Okay. She she asked us about an interaction at a doctor's office. Oh, wait. She said she's having a... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. She also says, I'm not a cheater or an assassin, which is a callback from episode one. One. Go back if you don't know what she's talking about, because that's a good bit. The original joke. The joke from which it all came. Yes, thank you for that remem- memory. She went to a doctor's office. It was her first time meeting with a nurse, this nurse, this particular nurse. They talked at length about her kids. At length, okay? She said that the nurse asked if she had kids, and she answered no. Then we stopped talking. Cheryl mm-hmm. goes on to say she's a friendly person. She likes talking and making new friends. This wasn't rude or awkward. It was just different. And she wanted to ask, have we ever experienced an exchange like this before or after kids? She wonders if other non-moms have had these experiences as well. Okay. Okay. 100%, right? We know the answer is 100%. Everything with 100%. everyone. Listen, first of all, Cheryl Ellingson, full disclosure, first name, last name, Cheryl Ellingson, is Peter's cousin. So I know Cheryl, and she is, as she said, a friendly person. Really <coughs> sweet. Really fun. Confirming. The Scots. The, the Scots. Scots. Okay. Okay, listen. People, okay, Cheryl, Annie, please take, take take the reins whenever I'm full. People are weird. And it's oh. it's 2022, okay? Christmas is almost here and people are losing their minds. Go, like, go. I'm just saying, it, it, you're not going to get a normal reaction from anyone, but I know exactly what Cheryl is talking about. And actually, I've been on the nurse's end of that because the whole... Everything about kids is sensitive. If you have them, it's sensitive. If you don't have them, it's sensitive. Seven, it, and also, it's not like. Do you know what I'm saying? Like this, the there is a range for sure. Yeah. Yes. I remember I asked a college friend who had just had a baby, first name last name Jenny Lansinger, and um, I was like, "Oh, we're guys gonna have another one." And she, we're friends, we're good friends, and she was like, "Rude," and I was like, oh, "I gas, I'm not allowed to ask that." I didn't right. know that. And she's like a giggly, fun person. And she was like, well, not really. And I was like, tell me, teach me. Like, what? The sensitivity and of it all. She's just like, yeah, people. And that's like, you know, we have friends in our circles that are like trying to have babies. And we're like, keep, I don't even want to ask. But I want to yeah. ask. I want to know. I want us to be supportive. And all we can say is like, hey, let us, we're here for you. Like, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to follow your lead in this conversation. Yeah. Um, I Yes. Do you have more to say? Well, then the last thing I was going to say is to go back when I said I've been on the other end of this is, okay, when, you, when you're chit-chatting, I, I remember I asked my, my dentist this because was, something was going on with my kids. And I said, do you have kids? And she said, yes. And then we commiserated about how they're they're about something about them but if she had said no I would have clammed up because yeah because you don't want to say it's not like Cheryl the nurse wasn't like I can't talk to this woman she doesn't understand the nurse was like I can't offend I don't want to offend anyone that's what I think it's just like it's like I'm, okay, sorry. It's not like you don't get this next part of the conversation. It's shit. I said something I probably shouldn't have said because I don't know everything. Yeah. 
I don't know. Who knows what that nurse was saying? She probably saw some freaking crooked ass dicks that day. I mean, who knows what this nurse? <laughs> so this nurse she just <laughs> she looked over. She saw like a, a needle sticking out of the she garbage can. She saw. She saw. Okay. To my answer to this question is, I don't recall having one of these post kids. Kid, I remember having one when I was. At, was single and um there's something cheryl said she said i like making new friends but this exchange hit different and i have to say when this person like clammed up after they asked if i had kids and i said no when you're single you're so sensitive to like you know the baby thing like you're you're ticking like your eggs are you 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 only have a certain time until for 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 t- oh my god you know what i'm trying to say yes when you, ticking. yes yeah okay so there's a sensitivity around that with single women and i think especially right now there's a lot of like normalized not l- women not having kids and like don't call me out don't ask me when i'm going to have a kid don't ask me why i haven't had a kid just that is personal and i don't need to hear it from society because feminism and yeah. like stand behind that. And I think maybe this, like you said, maybe that nurse is just like, don't want to offend or, and then to the other end of the receiving end, Cheryl, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but it felt like, oh, so I have nothing else to contribute because I don't have kids. You yeah, know, I don't so get both to- parties. Yeah. So both parties are kind of like this. Yeah. Dead end, you know. It's so and, and 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 then to go back to something and I know Cheryl listened when we were talking about this in a previous episode, but just to go back to this this whole fucking disgusting conversation you have at parks with like other parents. It is just so disgusting. tedious. And it's like no one is talking to each other. They're talking at each other. And it's the same Ugh. thing. How old are they? What's their name? You don't tell your age. You don't tell your name. And then it's something about the kids. And then kind of like, right. ha, 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 walk away. You know that um, Peter infamously like would not take the kids to the park. He took them to the tennis courts. <laughs> and I one day I was like, bet. and I was literally like, wait, why did you take the kids to the tennis courts? And he's like, so I don't have to talk to people. <laughs> what kind That's of father? <laughs> There's no toy. I'm mean, like, what did you do? I said, what? Did, he goes, they ran around. Girl, oh my God. Um, you said something that made me think two days ago, I went to the grocery store, the cashier. I was mm-hmm. pushing Joey through in the stroller. He goes, hey, buddy, how old are you? And Joey <laughs> said, you know, he holds up his hands. And then I said to Joey, I said, ask him how old he is. <laughs> How old do you? I was like, ha, 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 got you, bitch. And this kid replied, 18. <laughs> and he said, how old are you, mommy? I said, 38, proudly. Proud. Proudly. Wait, was this, was the cashier 18? Or was it an yes, old man It joking? was a kid. I mean, when he said that, I was like, oh, yeah, you're 18. I should have never. I was trying to, like, get him in the moment. Be like, see, how does it feel? But, like, first of all, men typically don't care. And also, he's 18. Yeah, he was, like, proud. Proud. <laughs> oh, he's my like, God. The sperm is strong. But I just, I am kind of, like, I, just knowing Cheryl, I am kind of, like, bad on the nurse. I mean, you should still be able to navigate that, like, moving on, like, to the next thing. 
Totally. No matter how... I think you're right. She saw ghosts. She saw she a crooked saw dick. Ghosts. She forgot that she didn't clean... She didn't properly dispose of a needle earlier that night. Something hit her. She's thinking about that needle, girl. (laughs) She's worried about her fucking Christmas list. Like, something is on her mind. She went to a different place, Cheryl. and, And I think just generally, no one knows how to communicate right now. It's fucking weird. Yeah. I remember one time, first name, last name, Jake Knoll, we were both interning at IO and I had like this moment where I was like over talking, overthinking something and I said to them, I was like, I feel like I'm just so socially awkward. And they were like, aren't we all? And I was like, fuck. And that made me feel so good in the moment. And I was like, yeah, we all are there. We all are. Okay. But this woman no, sucks we and we to, hate her. And like, this a, we, I'm, I'm booting this nurse. She's Talk done. Bedside manner. That's exactly what I was going to say, Annie, on the tip of my tongue. It was like, at the end of the day, no, no matter, no excuse, this woman is supposed to be sunshine. I mean, again, it sounds like Cheryl wasn't super bothered by it. Maybe she was. She said it wasn't awkward or rude, just different. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Th- this, this mom, this is a classic, this is a mom fail. This nurse had a mom fail. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because it, when, once you become a mother, you're a mother of the earth. You're a mother of all children. And you need to start... <laughs> Everyone is your child. You don't just drop the conversation when we stop talking, when we can't, you know, we can't share that. You don't have this common commonality of having a kid. You got to push through. Cut it out. You're done, nurse. We're going to get her disbarred in Pittsburgh. She's done. That's it. Okay, Cheryl, let us know what hospital she works at. (laughs) And then Cheryl also goes on to ask, she's curious about our approach on talking about religion with our kids. Mm -hmm. Do we have religious backgrounds? Is it an important part of our lives? She's changed her thoughts surrounding theology, and she thinks about how it would be different to navigate a faith if she had kids in tow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. This so is a big I mean, one. This is funny because Cheryl, <laughs> Cheryl's like, oh, by the way, massive question. <laughs> oh, by the way. By the way. Here's the biggest question you have to think of as 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 a parent. parent as a person. Yeah. As a... Um, okay, go, Annie. First, let's start. Okay. Do you have a religious background? First of all, well, first of all, like, when you talk about kids, I don't know about you, Joe, but before we became parents or, like, when we were trying to conceive... It was. I, I never thought about like how are we gonna re- how are we gonna raise this kid, never. and I think even if you're a religious person, you're not even thinking about it because you're just like they'll do what I do, you mm-hmm. know. We will share, but then once the kid comes into play, you start thinking about those things because of like morale and how you want them to act, and typically religion plays in with all of that. So I have like a background of Baptist. And then I was kind of was like Lutheran, Protestant, and then kind of fell out of my faith. But now that I've had the kid again, I'm starting, and I'm getting older, I'm starting to be like, Jesus is there, take the wheel, please. And like, yeah, Jesus, take God, somebody help me. <laughs> anytime something bad happens, I'm like, oh God, oh God, I do the bargaining thing, like, please. Just, I'll do anything you ask. You know what I mean? Like, just mm-hmm. let this thing be okay. You know? So it's like, in my mind, like, yeah, there's something there. And I don't want to not, I don't want to keep that from Joey. And I feel like when he asks, I want to tell him what 
I believe and what like most people are in my family are Christian and I'll talk to him about that. Man, it's hard though. And I think this is going to change as he gets older and understands more. Like at your kid's age, it's different, right? They start asking those questions, but at eight years old, they're asking even more, right? It's wild. I mean, this is like, this honestly could go on for a million hours, I think. So I'll try to, but for me, I was, um, I was raised Catholic, Irish Catholics, grew up in South Bend. It feels like everyone is Irish, they're Irish Catholic, like all of us. There's like a million Catholic grade schools, two Catholic high schools, like everyone, everyone, everyone. When I went to college... I remember being in theology class and kind of just being like people digging into Catholics. And I was like, oh, like the world kind of like hates us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Because, but, but I'll tell you like, and I think a lot of people who are listening that were raised Catholic in my mind and for me, and again, this is, there's a range, but it's like, it's in tradition. It's like, you go to church, you're at church, okay, this is the part where we kneel, this is the part where we shake hands, this is the part where I pretend like I have to go to the bathroom, this is the part where <laughs> I like, look. you know what I mean? This is the part where we, and it's like so much a part of, was a part of my life. Now we go get donuts, do, we do a fish fry, like we go to bingo, like it was so much a part of everything and I love it and I don't have any, like, I don't have, and I remember Peter who was like, my husband, first name, last name Peter Scott, he's was raised like much more caring about the words in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I'm just like reciting things. And so I remember him being like, uh, telling me something that Catholics believed. And I was like, I don't think we do. And he's like, <laughs> you definitely do. You say it every week. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? Um, but it's just like, I didn't, I don't think of it that way. I think of it as like a part of my life, but it, it's not, I, I, I don't have, I never have had a relationship with God. I love the idea of heaven. Are you kidding me? It sounds amazing. I hope I'm like proved wrong. I, I hope I'm just kind of like, oh, there is a God. Okay, we did it. This is yeah. cool. And we're here. But I, I think there's like, you know, there's a hotbed of disgusting stuff, especially with the, you know, the Catholic church with like pedophilia. And like, I, I could never, never, and no judgment like on pretty much all of my family who still does, but I could never like go back to that church. And I, it just, it's, it's like, it's like that establishment, same with like, sorry, the police, fuck the police. I'm feeling, this is the one where we lose all the listeners, but I'm just saying like, there's like some things that I'm just like, this establishment is bad. Our listeners are like blue lives matter. (laughs) I hope not, but I am kind of like, this is bad. I can't get behind it. And like what we tell our kids, we're really open about it because you know, they ask a lot about like life and death. They're like, they want to know and they're scared and I'm scared too. And I, and I literally am like, we're all trying to figure it out. Like, I hope that there's something out there. I'm yeah. And I and I and I believe that if there's is something out there, they're not going to be mad at me for not you know going to church every week. They're not going to be a spiteful god. Mm. That's what I believe. And I and we're just like our kids are like we tell them like oh some people believe in religion and like this and, you know, that's something that you can believe in. And we're, like, trying to give you all the information. I, it's, I'm, uh, I, I really have to do some, like, deep 
thinking on this because as somebody who like had a ton of faith, had those like relationships with God, like the born again idea, and then kind of just fell through just from exposing myself to a different life. You know, Mm -hmm. my faith kind of like fell in that way. Um, it, I struggle with it because it's like, I, I don't want to tell my kid no. And this is something I believe because that stuff was so uh, beneficial for me when I was middle school and high school age. And it was something I sought out on my own. Like my parents didn't even go to church. I went to church on my own. So, uh, you know, it's so hard. It's so hard as a in religion. And then, yeah, you don't, because as a parent, you, you know, all the answers, you know, for the most, I mean, for the most part, and they're looking to you for guidance and on like a big picture thing like that. It's so like, you can't give a straightforward answer. You feel like, I don't know. Uh, don't be surprised if I start going to church next week, bitch. That's all. Oh, I'm girl, saying. and I'm just I'm texting <laughs> Peter. That's like um, that's so funny. Sorry to talk about just like that, but like Miranda's like mad at. Remember in the last episode, spoilers. Miranda's Spoiler. mad at Carrie because Carrie is like kind of like well, I'm. Or she says something about God or the afterlife, and Miranda's like, "You yeah. believe in that now." Right. I would I would never in a million years be like that. I am truly open to everything, but I can't be I cannot choose one because it's so clear to me it is not one thing. Yeah. Well, it, you know, that that's what we that you know. But but I don't yeah, oh, sorry. But I don't think people that choose one thinks that I think there are very there's plenty of people that are like also open to everything and still go to like church. I just, I'm busy renovating the house. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I would, I would like to hear from somebody who is pretty religious or has, you know, theology and then they have kids if they like go, if they double down on that. Cause you're talking to two people who have like, (laughs) we're not so, uh, strong on the on the faith line you and I but like somebody who is super into it I wonder if having kids makes it even like more powerful right you know what I mean yeah I would really if I if I if I if being a Catholic really meant something to me I'm sure I would struggle big time with then allowing my kids to go to the church just given like their history and them like Mm -hmm. not completely fucking you know putting these priests out of, I don't know, cutting their dicks off. What is, this is, we should be cutting people's dicks off, right? Yes. That's what the thing should be. It's maddening. Yeah. I mean, and then everything would be, we'd fucking be living in paradise. It's the, it's the highest form of sickery that's ever been sicked. It's disgusting. Okay. We have to delete all of this. Literally like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is kind of an important conversation. It might be worthwhile to listen to, but it's also like one that is like, you can, it, I feel high just right now talk, trying to talk about it with you. Yes. Well, and everybody has their own thought and, th- and yeah, you want to do what's best for you. I'll tell you what I'm not going to be doing. I'm telling you what I'm not going to be doing. When I visited my folks in Tennessee, 
my parents were grilling me about like not believing and you're not going to get to the afterlife. You have to believe. And do you believe? And my dad was really pressing me on it. And he said, you know, my only one regret with you, Annie, is that I didn't push religion on you more. Because if I had, you might believe now. (laughs) I was like... I get that sentiment. I get where he wants his daughter to be in heaven with him. But, like, don't have regrets for the choices you made about religion. Which, by the way, I thought he was, like, perfect. He was always like, what did you just do to that kid over there? What do you think Jesus would do? And that's all he would say. And I would, like, know the right thing to do. He never pushed anything on me. He just was always like, love people, love one another. That's all he said. And it's like, you didn't mess me up because of that. I actually sought out religion more on my own. You can't be having regrets no matter what you do. No. I don't... I I think... That's a part of religion that fucks you up because then you start... That's when you start thinking about that stuff. Like, this person's not going to get to heaven and I want to be there and this person will be suffering in hell. Oh, Lord. That shit is wild to me. Wild. That is wild. I can't even... I can't even wrap my mind around it. I'm like, what on earth? What you're describing about God? This is insane. You think that he'd be down with that? <laughs> Rihanna would never. <laughs> if God can make somebody like Rihanna, there's no hell. There's no hell. We're not going to hell. <laughs> Shit. We're all going to be chilling. And we're gonna be like, can you believe when you were worried? And can you believe when you didn't believe? And we were like laughing about it. Or there could be a little, uh, there could be hell and little Nas X is like full on doing like a strip cheese on Satan's dick. And I'd be there for the show too, girl. <laughs> I'm down with it. <laughs> oh my God. Cheryl, did we do it right? Go back to your nurse and talk shit about us. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. You'll be talking, you'll be having a nice time. Well, listen to my, what, my cousin's stupid fucking wife and her. <laughs> And her faithless fucking bitch ass friend. Oh my god! (laughs) Delete. I I would like to stomp light somebody this week. Oh, cool! I love that. Nobody, nobody wrote in. Nobody wrote in this week. It's I'm not I'm not bitter. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm just. We love. We love. We love all of our listeners, and we know you guys can do better. And we love you. And hey, you guys make your own choices. This is how we raise our kids. You make your own choices. choices. (laughs) No, I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I'm not mad. Um, But to the people who have written in, I know the the bravery, the boldness it takes to send an Mm -hmm. email these days and to be like, I'm going to ask this question. I hope it was fun for you because certainly it's just been a joy reading these and you are giving this podcast life. Yes. Okay. Uh, Since nobody wrote in, I'd like to stomp light. First name, last name, Dara Katz. (gasps) Now, Joe, you have been listening to Dara's podcast. Yes. Right? Yes. Well, let me see okay. the exact name of it, but I have been listening. I have it in my damn I'm library. I love it. Sure, it's and just like that, isn't it? No. A Sex anyway. in the City reboot podcast. Thank you. And just like that, a Sex in the City reboot podcast with Derek Great. Katz and some guy. <laughs> so Derek Katz like works for Pure Wow. Pure Wow. She's a journalist. Damn it. Dara is a mom. 
beautiful, beautiful mom. And Stunning. she has this podcast. And Joe listens. Listen, Dara, I have yet to listen to it, but trust me, it's on my next listen to list. Okay. Derek has just got a shout out from Vulture. The this was the list she was mentioned on. Um, Go. The 15 best television podcasts worth listening to. Was it the the, the, the podcast reboot? Yes, she was <gasps> mentioned in this list. I knew it. And I'm just so proud of her. And this is her calling, and her voice needs to be echoed. And we're so proud of you, Dara. We are so proud well of deserved. you. deserved. That is a good Dara. Keep doing that. Yeah, the award wasn't like something I was, I didn't even think like, you know, I'm just doing the podcast for fun. (laughs) To be on the list is great, but whatever. Okay, that is, okay, listeners that don't know Dara, that is a spot on impression. Listen, listen, go listen to her podcast, come back and tell me if you think my impression was good yes go listen to and just like that a sex in the city reboot podcast okay you guys know my history i've never seen the show i'm watching it because annie was like give it a shot then i'm like oh i know dara's got a podcast i drive in the car all the all the time i'll listen to i'll get caught up on what's going on so i listen to and dara know this i listen to her podcast with Phil, that's the guy, uh, her co-host, and I listen to every outfit podcast, which is like the the, the Sex in the City podcast, Instagram, whatever, that a mazillion people listen to. Right. L- like Dara's better. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It's way Dara, better. You heard it here. Her, th- it here. her thoughts are thoughtful. They're really, really good. It's, su- it's such a good podcast. thoughts are thoughtful. And I should be on, on Vulture. Vulture. You need to be on Vulture, and this will be, this will be on Vulture. <laughs> uh, by Christmas time, that's my gift to you. This podcast is going to be on Vulture. Okay, we're proud of you, Dara. Stomp light sister. Huge stomp light on Dara Katz. And honestly, Annie, I when I said I should be on Vulture, I didn't mean mom stomp although obviously that is now my christmas witch oh i mean okay. I, 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 <laughs> i'm just kidding i take it all back <laughs> i meant that i meant that i i should write for vulture because i agree that is an oh, amazing yes you should Ugh. yes you should that's a really good mom stomp <laughs> annie <laughs> thanks i yeah it just happened uh yesterday no last week february oh. 2nd february 2nd Okay. Well, congrats, Dara. Well deserved. I'm. I hear. I'm going to listen, and I can't wait to see you on your baby again. Okay. Go okay. Wait. But I did watch the clip that you sent the Lenny Kravitz. Oh. Com, com, commune. Yes. Damn. Could you get over? Damn, 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 damn. That. That's some acres, girl. I mean, it's to be insane. able to feed yourself off your own land. When shit goes down and Jesus comes to take the wheel, <laughs> Lenny's going to be doing just to fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be doing just fine. And, uh, what do I believe yeah, in? I believe has, in Lenny. I believe in Lenny. The power of Lenny. <laughs> just to have two older women in your kitchen cooking for you all the time. Can you imagine? No. And in that section, I hadn't watched it in a couple years, but then I rewatched it too. In that section, he goes, there's usually a lot of fruits and vegetables. And it's a it's a table with it's already a mound of fruits and vegetables. A bounty, a cornucopia of fruits and vegetables. Insane. 
I, you know, when he was riding on that horse, I was like, here's a guy who does rock and roll, doesn't need to do something cool like learn how to ride a horse, but here he is doing it. And I know he has time and money and maybe whatever. Maybe he has time and money. I don't know. He has money. But I was like, I got to pick up something to make me cool. And before I moved to LA, I was really into the thought, ride a motorcycle. (gasps) Oh, right. Because we went to to the Harley Davidson Museum. (sighs) Yes. The power between my legs. The the power that a Harley shoots through your legs, through my Volvo, was pulsating. (laughs) That's right. We went to the Harley Davidson Museum with Joe Firestone and Devin Bachrath, first name, last name. Mm -hmm. And there's like a place where you can sit on motorcycles. And I think we were like all touched. Literally like, okay, we get it. We get it. Get it. Anybody sitting on one of those is automatically cool. I don't care what you, who you are, where you come from. <laughs> if you pull into a gas station on a Harley, people are going to, they're going to do a double take. They're going to do like the Jurassic Park moment, like oh, pull down the glasses. Yes. What, what you strolled through here? Yes. Excuse me? Yes. Dr. I, I, Annie, I want that for you. This Christmas <laughs> motorcycle. Girl, By Christmas, won't we do it? He's too afraid. I mean, I want. I don't want to deep. I, but I. I want to ride on the side roads. We'll work up to the highways. The second our kids turn eighteen, we're going crazy. I'm talking heroin. I'm talking motorcycles. Go. I'm talking. I'm talking. Th- I don't know what else would I. With insane insanity, mostly drugs. Insanity. You got to. I. Well, yes, especially when the kids are out of the house. Oh. Bye. I won't be able to Bye. live until I can't do a single thing. Like I don't even want to drink. Yeah, when I'm with the kids, because I'm like, I, somebody's got to be able to call nine one one. It's not Peter. I mean, listeners who don't know Peter, he liked to party and <laughs> <laughs> fall asleep. <laughs> fall asleep. That's true. I yes, I also hate drinking. I hate drinking, and it, it make it makes me hurt now. Not even after, like while I'm drinking, I think I'm allergic to it. <gasps> I think gluten. That's age. I think it's age. It could be gluten. I'll I'll do a gluten test this week. I'll let you know. Okay, we'll we'll get back to this. Okay, sh- to that. should we go to the to do our review on the? Oh my god! Can you believe yes. we still have to do this? Well, we have to. Um, you guys, listeners, we went to the. Academy Museum of Motion Pictures in, I guess, downtown LA. Is that what we would describe it? Yes, downtown LA. Okay, listen, there's a little backstory on this, okay? A a fellow comedian, friend, fan, Mitch F. Anderson, first name, last name, middle initial, he... He actually said we could say his name because he gave us free tickets. Hello. Thanks, Mitch. Mitch. Thank you. From the bottom of these moms' hearts. Hearts. Okay, so Mitch comes to this open mic on Wednesdays that Kate O'Connor, first name and last name, I host. And Annie's been in several times. And Mitch afterwards is like, hey, if you ever want tickets to the Academy Museum, let me know. And I'm like, absolutely. I message him and I'm like, hey, would love those tickets. But I couldn't remember what he said, like what museum he said. I, for some reason, thought it was the 
Grammy Museum. So I, like, for a week, I was like, Annie, do you want to go to the Grammy Museum? I was like, we're going to the Grammys. (laughs) (laughs) My girl got me hooked up to the Grammys. (laughs) And then called the book. (laughs) All the governor. We're going to the Grammy. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I'll I'll text Mitch. Mitch is like, yes, here are your tickets. And he sends a QR code without any information. And I'm like... I think this might be a different museum than what I thought. And I mm. didn't have the fucking damn guts to ask him. And I literally just was like, okay, we'll be at this address. And he was like, yep. And I was like, okay. So it's I took a guess. definitely the Academy of Motion Picture. And it was amazing. What, what do you think, Annie? You go first. Okay. I have pods and eggs. I mean... I'm grateful for this ticket. This was a good museum. This was a good museum for children, too. And actually, I don't know if you noticed this when they did our health screening right when you walk in. The woman, I was the last one to get a wristband. She goes, enjoy. I know the kiddos are going to love it. So I was like, oh, wow, there's something in here that they're going to love. And I got to say... It was cool seeing all the costumes and stuff. I feel like there's enough for the kids to enjoy. But then they have like this whole 3D Toy Story zoetrope. This Mm. thing was mesmerizing. Insane. Where's the ticket? I mean, mesmerizing. Could have stayed and watched that. I mean, you and I were like, what the? True mom mesmerized. Um Great, like, fun, youthful things to look at. I will say as an experience, as the museum as a whole, like, it felt... I hated that there was so much to get through at the beginning. Like, you had the health screening, then you had this line that they had to sit there and say, now, a couple rules. Here's a couple rules. I was like, girl, the minute you try to tell me that there's rules, I'm out. Just say, just a few reminders. You know what I mean? Don't tell this mom there's rules. I know I'm an adult. I know how to behave. I know not to, you know. Yeah, let me guess. No eating? Yeah, like, no shit. We've been in a museum before. Couple rules. It's in a classroom. And then here was another thing that drove me nuts. I felt like we were being watched like a hawk. This museum had six people who worked at the museum for every visitor. And twice um, we got the, we got a, like a look, a glance from one of the people who worked there because our kid was getting close to getting on a platform. And you know me and Joey are like on top of our kid. Yes. And I get it. I get it. Like some of these things are precious, especially the Miyazaki stuff is very like, don't touch and don't take a picture. Um, But I was just like, chill. I got him. I don't, you know, it felt very like breathing down my neck a little bit. And here's my third gripe about it. Go off. (laughs) Some of these exhibits, the way they had them, like, shown on display, did no justice to the piece. Like, it was truly just a room. You walk in, see one thing, and there's no exit to that room. You go right back out the same door, and it's like, oh, we're seeing that one thing in this room? Yes. Do you know what I mean? That happened yeah, like for two those times. two times. Yeah. Yes. And the landscape Very strange. room and the yeah. and the, the landscape twister. room was insane. 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 Well, <laughs> there should have been like a mil. Okay, wait. First of all, yes. First of all, Mitch F. Anderson. God bless you. Okay, you saved God us literally hundreds of dollars. Listen, it, it, God bless you. We love you. I would go again. Let's start with this. I would go again. 
Oh, especially yes. and I would if go I without had... my kids so I could read everything. And yes, take and, it all in. And I would say I give this like a stamp of approval for kids, but really I say like adults. And adults in LA and adults coming to visit LA, friend Mitch F. Anderson on Instagram and DM him and ask him for Sim Dam tickets because it is worth going to. It's really clean, it's really open. You go through the front part and then there's like just beautiful screens playing old movies. No, they're just some flat screen TVs. Yeah, but they're they're good, right? Yes, I agree. They look like the quality, the screen quality is like really good. Yeah. And so it looks really nice and clean, but you're Mm -hmm. truly like, literally, is this it? There's no sign. I don't remember any signs describing anything. It's, it's literally just, you're kind of watching movies and you're going, and then you go to the second floor and those have exhibits and it is cool because you see like, this is a script, Citizen Kane with notes in it. This is Bruce Lee's nunchucks. Like, these are yes. g- casting pictures that Willem Dafoe took in his 20s. Like, you know what I mean? Here's a note from Car- Scarlett Johansson, like, when she was 14, like, a casting note. Like, the history is there, and, like, the whole kind of, like, people were watching us. We are in ho- we are in hollowed L.A. grounds here. There's, hollowed L.A. grounds. They don't care about nothing but movies. So, right. like, so this is this is the place, right? I can... But I agree that they were on top of it. It's also a new museum, so maybe they're kind of like extra. But oh, is it new? Yeah, I think it just opened September twenty twenty. Yeah, but it was like I agree, like that. Especially there was like one thing that had like a backdrop, which was really cool. And I'll put a poster, a picture up of our kids. But they're sitting and standing in front of it. It doesn't fucking look like spectacular. But then you look at the photo, and it looks like they're at Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. It's yeah. crazy. And then the Toy Story thing was amazing. And then amazing. the Miyazaki stuff was cool. But it was oh, all man. kind of like, it's really nice, I guess. Like, nice and simple. And like, and that way, it's, you don't want kids to touch a damn thing. And it's like, yeah. there's no textile, there's no like touch, touch, touch for kids, you know? Definitely. There's like a, there's like a, Oscar section where the text on the um, on the panels is like uplifted and it's it's like on a counter and Coleman was like running his fingers across it and I'm like oh ki- kids need buttons places and yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah. like at the Field Museum um, by the dinosaurs in Chicago there's just like buttons around and yeah. the fucking buttons don't even do anything I don't think right but it's they like, might light up the text or something yeah exactly and so there's yeah. none of that like but it is like really clean open easy to get through pretty quick and if you don't have kids and you have time to read there's like plenty of like really cool stuff yeah and a lot of it is watching footage yeah you know the Miyazaki exhibit is you know you you have a lot of like the storyboards and the, his paintings mm-hmm. and you read like what this one was and what the and I get but most of it is just watching his animations like you're walking through what would you say 40 50 screens of that are playing and people are just sitting there watching them watching and i think the idea is you're looking at all those storyboards you're reading all the things that we weren't able to sit there and read because of our kiddos um and then you appreciate it in a new way but to me it was like all right all these 
people are watching TV right now. Yeah. We just went to a different place to watch TV. (laughs) Yeah. And then we went early in the morning. We went right at 10 when we left. And then, and then we kind of finished around like noon. And then I, I was DMing with Mitch and he was working. So I went back to like thank him and talk to him just briefly. Um, and it was, it was a lot busier. Yeah. I'm sure Um, it fills up. They need all that extra space. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Obviously, okay, we give it the stomp, but we got some notes. We've got some we got some notes, we got some rules. We got some rules. We got some rules. <laughs> I think here's the thing, if you're visiting LA, and skip it if you've got kids. It's not like yeah. a must see if you've got kids, but if you live in LA, go. Absolutely oh. go. And then and then if you've if you're visiting LA and you don't have kids, absolutely go. You'll love it. And also, yes. they the place has, like, theaters where you can watch movies, like, buy movie tickets. <gasps> what about that auditorium we saw? That <gasps> auditorium was something to behold, bitch. How did we not? The Dolby okay. Theater Auditorium. You go across the Barbara Streisand <laughs> Thank Bridge. You. The Barbara Streisand Bridge. <laughs> the Dolby Theater <laughs> Amphitheater. This thing is just an architectural wonder. wonder. It's and I told Joe this the moment we stepped foot on it and it's yeah. opening to the city of LA. Gorgeous view. I said, This will be where we record Mom Stomp live. <laughs> Mark my yeah. word. Oh my god. Absolutely it was amazing. And the kids liked that part too. Yes, absolutely. This was a great okay. place. God bless you, Mitch. God bless you. I told him, I go, Can I say your name? You know people will come for you. He's like, sure. <laughs> I think he gets it. Like he's he's either got tickets or he doesn't. He like knows right. how to say. Yeah, he can say no. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Annie, do you have a boot and a stomp? I was just checking our email to see if we got anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your boot? What's your stomp, babe? I got a boot. I got a boot and a stomp. Here's my boot. My boot is vitamins. Okay, take your C, take your K, take your D. Anything beyond that, you don't need. <laughs> Starting to be like Joe Rogan over here, girl. I am literally jaw drop. Joey works. You were gonna say it. Joey works for a vitamin company, and and he he has to. You know he he's in customer service, but he has to know all the answers to these questions and what do they fill them with, and are they really effective, and how are they sourced? He said, "Go." As a summary, vitamins are not detrimental. Okay, but the majority of what you need is in your food if you're eating an, a pretty okay diet. The mm. other stuff is, is, is like supplemental, but for the most part, it doesn't absorb in the way... Like you, mm-hmm. have to, you, you have to have thousands and thousands of units of vitamin C for some of it to get absorbed and the rest of it flushes it out. It's not because your body doesn't need it. It's just because it's like it's the syntheticness of it. It doesn't absorb as easily as if it's like a food-based vitamin. Mm-hmm. So, girl, take all the vitamins you want. Sure, that's fine. and You're going to be looking good. That's great. But it's mostly because of what you're eating. Ooh, popping off. Okay, that's some you, real okay. expose. And I just feel like vitamins be popping right now. It's kind of I, you know right I classically now. don't take a damn vitamin. You don't? Not a one, bitch. I'm surprised. But well, well, here. Well, tell me if this is a vitamins because my boot. Well, go. Uh, well, I'll get to my boot and stomp. Go. Okay, my stomp is these aluminum sippy cups. Have Ooh. I talked about sippy cups on this podcast before? 
I don't think you have actually. You talked okay. about the um, plates. The plates. Okay, I'm back to these. This material, aluminum sippy cups, great. Don't add a flavor to the water, like plastic sometimes will. Sometimes your de- your detergents kind of leave an aftertaste. And also these sippy cups, these these aluminum things are getting so clever. These clever little physicians, <laughs> not physicians, um, uh, uh, engineers who are creating these things, are doing like that double insulation on the bottom keeps the damn thing. I mean, I'm I'm truly talking like a mom right now everyone's like i know this already you old dumb bitch <laughs> keeps it so cold i could put an ice cube in it at 9 a.m that thing is still floating there at 2 p.m and my boy is like this he loves it cold and then he goes mama i love my cold <laughs> so it's saving me trips to the freezer it's saving me time and anything that saves me time is a stomp is a stomp no i this, this whole kind of like that wasn't available when my kids were as young as little Joey. The same with last, or when I was looking for a photo for our Instagram, because we, I had given backpack diaper bags right. a stomp. And then I found a picture, the first one that I like Googled, <laughs> now the backpacks pop open. So it's like a little baby crib that like, <laughs> you could be at a park. I'm literally like, Rihanna's got this fashion out. The backpack yeah. is here. The aluminum cups are here. I gotta have another. We gotta have. You another. heard it first. I gotta. Have well, we'll another. <laughs> the products. The oh products my god. are getting better and better. And what will they be in five years? Oh, my head will explode. I remember yeah. my. Yeah. I remember my aunt Lynn and her mom, Judy. They were like, oh, rem- you know the little, um, the little um, snack. Uh, cups that have the top, yes, the, with yeah. the, like the little thing that your hands can go Slits. in and get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember th- them being like, and their kids are grown adults, being like, "Oh my god!" At that, like, totally. Oh, who thought of that? I wish we. I mean, a mom, a mom thought of it. A mom, a mom thought of it. Okay, you know that's right. You know that's right. You know, that's right. What song is that from? Cardi B. If it's up, okay, then it's is up. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, thank you. Mom moment. Okay, my boot in the stomp is not, I don't know if this is vitamin related because I don't really know what it is, but it's vital proteins, collagen, peptides. Okay? Oh, say it again. Okay. Vital, vital proteins. That's the brand. Collagen okay. peptides. Okay, I don't believe me. I don't fucking know what collagen is. Okay, good friend Carol Hutchinson in DC. One time I was telling her how much protein I try to eat in a day, and she goes, "Why?" And I go, "I don't know. I don't know." You the reason, bitch. I'm just doing bitch, it. <laughs> a dietitian told me to eat this much, and that's why I'm doing it. She's like, "But why do you need that much protein?" I go, I literally don't know. And then collagen. Like I know a lot of people are putting collagen in their smoothies or whatever and I'm like oh I should get some collagen in my life now I use collagen because there's 20 grams of protein in two scoops which is quite a bit especially when knock knock who's there a vegan here it is February 7th she's still vegan skip the beef knock 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 who's there I'm a vegan and I need protein right so these this two scoops of vanilla collagen peptides in your coffee will give you 20 grams of protein and believe me so you stick that shit in your coffee 
I get up in the coffee and I put it in the coffee. It dissolves into the coffee like nothing. Now listen, this What does it taste like? Taste less. You it doesn't change the taste of your coffee at all. It all it does, it's I swear to you, it's better than like I wouldn't I'm trying not to like get all my protein from powders, so I'm kind of like I just do collagen or I just do a protein shake, one or the other. But um and 20 grams of protein, sorry, this is getting too involved, but is not a lot. I try to get 160 grams when I was eating meat. Now I'm trying to get like 80 minimum. Because you're vegan. But I'm vegan, so it's harder. <laughs> but, any- <laughs> but anyways, so like, okay, so, but if you can picture this, this collagen peptides, you can get it from Costco. It's a light blue jar, but also I've seen it at Walmart. I've seen it at Aldi. It's expensive. It's like $27 a jar. Um, and you can use it for like two or three weeks and put it in your coffee. Now that's my, that's my stomp. The collagen peptides, vanilla, it's, it dissolves in your coffee. It's tasteless. It's vanilla, but it doesn't taste like anything. Well, it's white. So I think it might, I don't know. It might not even be vanilla, but there's another brand at Costco that's chocolate, and that is my boot. Because Peter picked it up, and it it doesn't dissolve in your coffee, and it tastes like chocolate. I guess as advertised, but I'm like, it's disgusting. It's like really chalky. It changes. I mean, it is what you think of when you think of like a protein drink or something. Right. God, this was kind of boring. But if you think about, if you are interested in protein, I got to say, that the, at Costco, the collagen peptides is in the light blue is good and in a, is an easy add to anyone. 20 grams of, we could all use more your, protein. Your shakes too? No. Your juices I, or your, just yeah, your coffee? If I have a juice without any protein powder, I'll add the collagen. Yeah. My thing is two scoops of any powder is the maximum for me in a day. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because I don't want to like be that kind of person that's just like eating powders. Well, my husband did say because they also do protein powders that anything coming from a plant like a pea protein is better than like a whey. Protein. Yeah, I believe it. So, and I mean I, I can't do whey because I'm vegan, but I do a plant-based oh, vegan. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't God. know what peptide means. I know polypeptides were like a thing in bio- biology or chemistry. I, I don't know what a peptide is. Five, uh, five bonds. I couldn't tell you. Uh, I don't know. I I'm sure you. Liza could tell us. We're waiting for that link, so Liza. We, come on. Um. Okay. Are we done? Did we do it? We did it. I. I'm. We're blessed. We're damn blessed. God you better believe us. the second I log off here, I'm going to start my Christmas 2023 list. Promise Wait, me. <laughs> <laughs> Promise. <laughs> just for you. Oh my God. Well, I've just felt, I, I literally just today was like, I got to get on that. We live in a sick world. You are. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's that. I think we should end on that. Um, (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Love you.